You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. John's time in prison was far from normal, but just like every other prisoner, he was subjected to certain prison rules that were often very humiliating. On many occasions, these uncomfortable circumstances would lead to breakthroughs, not only in the lives of other prisoners, but in the prison guards as well. One of the most humiliating things in prison is when you have a visitor come and you have to go into the visiting lounge prior to the time of going in, you're strip searched. And oh, praise the name of Jesus. The first time I was strip searched, I was mortified. I thought, oh God, how worse can it get? And so not only when you go in, you're strip searched, when you come out, you're strip searched. And it was one of the detrimental things of having a visitor. I hated it, detested it. So this guard would, every time I had a visitor, and I had many visitors, oh my, I had many visitors. I had so much mail, they had my own mail delivery system. They, they wouldn't call out mail for me. They would just bring me stacks of mail. And so the visitation was really a terrible thing for me, even though it was a wonderful thing that people were coming to see me. And so this one day I was thinking to myself as my wife was coming to visit, I said, God, I hate the strip search. Would you do something to change that? By the power of your spirit, would you change that? I know it's a law. I know it's the rule here in prison. But God, would you do me a favor and change that? I went through the same procedure. I went into the guard's room that they're going to strip search me. There's a little dressing area that you pull the curtain, undress, and then they come in and examine you. And then they tell you to get dressed and you go in and visit and come back and do the same thing. And this one day, as I was told to go into the room, I, I stopped and I was the only prisoner there that was had a, had a visitation that day. Very few, by the way, prisoners have visitations. It's a sad, sad thing, but we'll get into that at a later time. So I asked the guard, I said, I got to ask you a question. He said, sure, what's up? And he called me Rev because by that time, everybody knew me as Rev. He said, what's up, Rev? I said, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? You've been hearing what's going on in the prison. You've been hearing about the miracles. You've been hearing about guys waking up from a coma. You heard about Gordon's foot being healed. You, you've, you've seen it. You've watched it. You've watched the, a change in the, the prison atmosphere. But what about you? Have you accepted Jesus as your Savior? And he says, you know, it's really funny you ask me this because last night I was thinking about what's going on in the prison. And how things have changed, less fights, seeing people really helping one another. It's, it's been an amazing move of God. And he didn't, he didn't even know what he was talking about when he says amazing move of God because he wasn't a Christian. I said, so if you die today, are you going to heaven or hell? Oh, he says, without a doubt, I'm going to hell. I said, do you want to know Jesus? He says, I sure do. I really want to know him. Now, remember again. Everything in prison is on video and audio. So the guard in the main guard structure has the power to listen to all of this. He knows it. And he looks at me and he says, probably not here. I said, yeah, no, where can we go that we're not being recorded? So I took his hands. I remember I can't touch a guard, but I took his hands and I prayed the sinner's prayer and he received it and he prayed it after me. And he said, pastor, that's the most powerful thing I think I've ever done. I feel it. I sense it. I feel at peace now. 
You ask me again, am I going to heaven or hell? I'll tell you I'm going to heaven. I said, well, praise God. I said, this is awesome. So I turned to go into the, the room to, to undress. And he says, hey, Rev. I said, yeah, fake it. I said, what do you mean fake it? He said, go into the room, but don't undress because there's no camera in there. He said, go in and don't undress. I'll come in and then you go out. From now on, I'll not strip search you. Oh, what a relief. I went in that room and I'm praising Jesus. I'm thanking him profusely. And I waited and he came in and he smiled and he says, you're clean. That was always the, the exit word. You're clean. I went out, greeted my wife, had a wonderful hour time with her as she came on a regular basis from Oregon to Minnesota to see me there in Rochester. And as she's leaving, I thought to myself, oh, I hope that same guard's there because there were two different guards. Normally it was the same guard all the time. I came out and the same guard's there and he looked at me and he winked his eye. I went into the curtain. I didn't undress. He comes in. He says, you're clean. And as I'm walking out, an interesting thing happened. The Lord said, ask for more. I said, like what? God, like what? He says, get some other of the inmates. Get some other of your workers to be set free from strip search. Well, I had three that had visitations also. So I said, okay. I gave him the names. He wrote the names down. He says, now, have them do this. If they come and tell me the code name will be Rev gave me your name, then I won't strip shirts them. Those three guys, I told them, I said, now when you go, just simply say Rev gave me the name. They came back so excited. They said, do you know what happened? I said, yeah, I know what happened. We went into the curtain. We shut the door. We just sat there. We left our clothes on. We, we came in and said, you're clean. We went in to visit. We came back. He winked at us when we came back. And I said, yeah, he did that to me. And he did it from then on. All of our visits, you're clean, you're clean, you're clean. I never had another strip search, nor did those three guys the entire time I was in that prison, those last three months. What a miracle worker God is. What a faithful savior he is. Oh, even the details of a strip search nauseated him too. And he said, that's it. We're going to stop this. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.